Hello! It is Monday already, people! <sighs> Coach Helen, Food Fit Studio, in another different house, in my own house again. Monday house, I'm going to call it. Oh yeah! Hope everybody has had a lovely weekend, enjoying the weather. Refreshing weather, I'm going to call it. Don't mind a bit of uh, rain to get my steps in. Just waiting for some folk to arrive. Where we go over today's love. Coping with family. That was me singing the title. I've stuck to the schedule today, by the way, so it's definitely as advertised today's. Hopefully, no uh, crashing from any. Cats, but I can't guarantee it. I've not been here for a week and the cats don't care. They've just been avoiding me like the plague. So I'm getting no love at the minute. Mm. One more minute and then I'm going to crack a lack in. No whole music though, still. We are two winners. We poke, poking. Kate Goodacre, not the Kate Goodacre, the Kate Goodacre is in the house. Shout out that voice. Let's see, uh, announce the voice. Again, audience participation is encouraged. Main day, Kate. Uh, this one should be interesting. Well, we'll see. We've had a few, uh, a few instances over the last week of uh, coping with family. Well, actually, for the whole lockdown, to be absolutely honest. In different ways a little bit more prevalent than the minute as we're coming out of our uh, houses to meet other family etc etc uh so it's been a fun conversations we've had this week where people have been learning about how to interact with their family mm -hmm. oh kate how was your day look i'm like this oh stand night it's a pretty nice day kate how's your steps going i'm 14 Thousands, not 14 steps. <laughs> Look at that, 14 is rubbish. 14,202. Right, Kate, okay, oh, me and thee, Kate, today. It's going to start in um, memento, poor before. Uh, so how I'm going to do this, I'm going to go over um, different elements of family, as in different perspectives. Uh, what it's like for family inside the house and for family when dealing outside your house. Um, and what some general observations have been. Just while I scoot out the sun because I'm like, there we go, safe. 15,200, that's it. Next next call after this, Kate, I'm just gonna be stepping on the spot. Oh, damn it. Isabel Ashford. Hello. Look at me smiling. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, Isabel. I swear you were in my dream last night. I can't remember why. Just remembered now, but I just can't remember what the dream was about. Oh, that's annoying. But I didn't we? I didn't wake wake up scared, so it was it was a good one. <sighs> Briefly, need a shower. Ah, come and go. So that's a drive by Isabel. Just come and say hello and go bye bye. Take me in the shower, Isabel. Prop me up on the on the on the windowsill, and just have me talking to you while I shower. 
thought weird. Uh, so family, uh, let's just say that uh, when I say different elements, I'm talking about different age brackets. Um, okay, just I'm going to pause there. Isabel, when you not just done a, a workout on the bike or in the bike? You've had a workout in the bike. <laughs> done a workout in the bike. Isabel, I, I don't know when you've not when not done a workout. I bet you've been on it all day, Isabella. Did you get on there at 9am and just finished? I've just uh, I've just cycled the equivalent from uh, from here to Cornwall. That's what you've just done, basically. Perfectly. Now. <laughs> She's laughing because it's true. Pooja Patel has clocked off work. Hello, Pooja Patel. Um, so we're talking about... I'll get back on track now. Uh, we're talking about... Um, uh, different elements of family and generally hello half so this would be good for you as well oh we're all clear now yay i was just waiting for ruth hi half uh different elements of families talking about different elements of age now primarily i am going to be talking about that in relation to it, who is inside your um home um so i'm talking about direct family to start with uh jeg ruti ravel hello friend and hina hi um, so this is quite, a, this could be actually what I'm thinking about, it could be quite a broad live, as in there's different elements that um, I could be covering here, and um, also different types of relationships based on who it's in relation to. If we see see ourselves or yourself as a centre of the, the house, which we all do to some degree, we see ourselves as a centre of something, and then whoever is around it is impacting us or impacting our home or life situation. So some of, the, um, some of the elements to look at. So if I'm looking at uh, clients, I'm talking to them about what's happening within the house with family. Um, it's generally to do with uh, the age of the person they're living with because that then impacts everything else around it. So if you say younger, so as in children, or actually I've even got a client who's had a, uh, another family unit move into her house with their kids. So actually she's got younger kids in her house that aren't hers. Um, but it's actually impacting her coping mechanisms because there's still children in the house. Um, so their whole routine is changing and has been changing all the way through. Uh, so some of the things to consider when thinking about uh, younger elements in the house that's impacting, it's to do with uh, the, the younger, or let's just say children, children's mood, um, their food behaviours, and then their general behaviours as well. So if I'm talking about mood, uh, yeah, let's just say... Things that are uh, impacting coping with uh, family members that are, are children are have been tantrums. If anybody's got kids and experienced tantrums, has been one that's come out a lot. Um, poor sleep, which I've talked about before. Um, general fears, same as adults, but small, small versions, small people's fears, same as big people's fears, just articulated differently. Um, and how that's then uh, impacted you, the centre of the house, coping with everything else. Um, so they would be younger ones. Now, uh, if any of you parents watching have experienced temper tantrums and temper tantrums, uh, it would be interesting to see if you have sent your child to school, if that's changed in some way, because over last week, coping mechanisms with families changed based on uh, which child, if there's more than one, has gone back to school. Because actually what they found is that the coping mechanisms have changed. So that's interesting. With their mood, um, that means things have been slightly easier to manage. 
necessarily over the last week. Um, but also, sidebar, um, how has, if at all, living with your children in such close proximity impacted food choices? Because I think if I speak to any of my clients who've had their children at home, which most have had the children at home, um, food choices have become distinctly different based on coping with children. I think it's the easiest statement to make. So coping with family life means coping with children and their food choices to negate the tantrums or the behaviours and therefore client choices when it comes to food has been changed uh, or you might have changed them, right? So those are some observations I've seen as well. So also in terms of then, if you're thinking like younger people within your household, um, also over the last week, there's been some changes with um, other extended family within the home. So if you consider that, that you have, um, if you have in-laws living in the house, uh, as some of you have, um, how that has changed in your coping mechanisms. So how to cope with having someone of a different age bracket within your house and how you're managing your routine, etc., around that and staying on track with your your own food choices and coping with someone of a different age bracket within your home, like how to, to manage that. And it's the same principle regardless of the age. If you're trying to manage consistency for yourself with someone who's younger or older, it still boils down to the same elements that I've been talking to clients over the last week or so, which is um, mood, food, behaviour, right? So mood, food, behaviour, all three elements that impact your ability to cope with your environment and those in your family unit immediately around you. So uh, of those people present, Hafsa being one of them, Pooja, Hina, Kate, um, you guys, have you experienced anything with your, off the back of those first couple of points I've made, uh, what have you experienced, if anything, change-wise, where you've had to change your coping mechanism? Because uh, I know a lot of it, adaptation for for younger members of the household for example is just quick food so a lot of quick food making so it's like uh, everyone feels really guilty for having toast all of a sudden like my, my kids hello i just i just had to have toast i'm really sorry i'm like that's okay toast is okay it's like the, the, the it's like having toast is, is the worst thing in the world when actually you're trying to cope with uh family members who who are just going mental, running up and down your house, or up your curtains, or climbing stuff, whatever they're doing, right? So actually adapting your food to adapt to them is acceptable. Equally, actually, I've got um, someone whose father-in-law has moved in, and uh, she's had to adapt her whole routine to cope with that by cooking separate meals, like having to go to the effort of cooking separate meals to allow to cope to have uh, a different family unit inside the house to find a way to cope with that. But again, it's still based on mood mood food behavior and also actually i'm wondering out of interest because again speaking to clients they're telling me that that their mood food and behavior is impacted by their family members mood food and behavior right which i think i've got a live on that next week maybe later this week um about how you're impacted in your house i think that's next week yes uh so everyone's cool everyone's not had any problem with family that's awesome Okay, moving on then. Um, so what are people doing to, to deal with this? So some of the solutions I've talked about already. Um, it's finding the balance where your mood, food and behaviour um, is staying as 
central as it can be in consideration of who else is in your family unit within the home and how they're responding at any given time. Uh, so I haven't got onto partners yet, all that's in there as well. Uh, so Kate's saying, if I kill them all, it'll be classed as COVID tests. Uh, is anyone willing to give me an alibi? If you're at my house cleaning and we're cleaning together, Kate, no one will ever know, other than the fact we just said it on the Facebook Live. Complete secret. Um, it's really tricky, isn't it? Because actually if someone's in your, um, if you have uh, someone in your home, family-wise, mood is whose mood is really impacted by, say, going on um, furlough and then their food behaviours go off, your coping mechanisms around it are going to naturally be impacted. Um, so it's always finding that balance between having communication with the person that's off off kilt and also understanding what your your actual drivers are. Oh, hey, Bav. Bav's here. Bav, we're talking about family, living with family and how it impacts uh, mood, food and behaviours. Love to see what your thoughts are. You can't just come on a live, Bav, and not get involved. This isn't how it plays anymore. As soon as I see a, see a blue T-shirt, I'm like this, in there. Bav, what is, like, what is it like living with... Um, someone of a different age bracket because I just covered uh, more mature people I was being really polite I was saying in-laws obviously you're not your in-laws um so I have said so to be honest my kids diet is high calorie due to medical needs and I've always had to cook separate food since starting you fit saying that I always struggle with holiday periods and this lockdown whew, where is it and this lockdown has been one long holiday so I've had to be strict from the onset with self as much as possible it's interesting you use the word holiday uh Bab, you're not getting off the hook, right? I hope you're typing, by the way. I'm not letting you, I will literally re-invite you once this live and get you on it if you don't comment. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, Bab's gone. <laughs> uh, someone else, um, one of my other clients, uh, two weeks ago, Hafsa, she spoke about um, <clears throat> how she felt bad that she was having um, <clears throat> oh, crunching up cornflakes every day because that's what she has on holiday. And because she saw this as one long, big holiday, uh, she was embarrassed to tell me that to keep her kids happy and balance everybody in the household, she was having crunching up cornflakes um, every day to keep peace. Um, and I was like, that's okay. Like that's a coping mechanism for for having family in the house. Uh, so he needs have so I've had to have a strong mind frame from the beginning, which has been struggling at times. Yes, because uh, I said the thing about um, what's the best analogy. Oh, do you know what I'm thinking of in my head? Then bear with, as always. I tell you on the age of the person watching this, I remember this. Um, you said the spinning tops. Uh, Kate, you're in my age, reckon you might know. You had the spinning tops, you used to push down the, the, the on it and it would spin round in a circle for ages. And the more you pushed it down, the more it would spin, but you had to do it in a space where it kept balance. And if I think about, um, when I'm trying to think about a client in my head who's balancing so many different family members, and how they're trying to cope with everything. It's a bit like, um, it's like one of those, you're the center of it and everything else is spinning around you. You're just trying to keep kilt and keep central and keep moving. Um, and actually so many things can come in. If you remember those, those spinning uh, toys, actually if someone just pushed it in the wrong direction or you started it off in the wrong direction, it would just spin off or hit something um, and not go that far. It used to be really frustrating and quite an annoying toy. Um, but you would go it every time, right? You keep going. And that's what it reminds me of when people are trying to, to balance their family within the household. That's what it reminds me of, that that challenge of having to keep going and keep balancing and keeping the centre of everything where it's spinning around you. Um, so Hina, uh, I don't know, she'll say what it, what it is, but she's gone. Um, so 
have so I choose, I choose either Saturday or Sunday as a family brunch day as a balance for the rest of the week. That's good. What's the balance for you though, Hafsa? What does it bring you? Uh, it'll be interesting to know. Bab's back. Bab. Come join the fun, Bab. Bab, Bab face. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's <laughs> moving on. It is finding the balance somewhere between not, and this is where it's interesting, right? I was about to say it and fall into the, 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 uh, the language myself. Often what I'm finding is that people's way of coping with families to try to keep everyone happy. Um, and that might mean at the sacrifice of their own to some degree uh, while they're trying to cope with generally family life within the house. Um, I've been like, yeah, I'm meditating a lot during the last 12 weeks. Yeah, meditating is a reason to say to somebody, I'm going to meditate now. So I'm going into a space where nobody touches me or knocks on the door or phones me slash text me slash ask for anything because I'm meditating right now. I am breathing in a space. That's what it is, Hina, isn't it? At the, at the end of the day, I'm going to breathe for a bit in a corner where I can't be like contacted. Um, but that is actually interesting coping exam, uh, Hina, because I've got quite a few clients who will take five minutes um, and literally can only take five minutes a day to manage multiple people within the household, age-wise, etc. Uh, to purely just breathe um that's her one i've got one client that's her one goal of the day is to take five minutes uh away from the kids away from the husband to balance everything Roops, yeah is escape Hina. definitely escapism um for a lot of people um so i divided this in two so i talked about uh inside the house now here's an interesting one and have so you triggered this in my head i'm not gonna lie this was already a planned life as i said i stuck to plan um however um you're not the only client to come across this now when i say coping with family um the natural assumption is to go through um people inside your house in your head or uh say well helen's going to talk about um my kids or my relatives etc uh, which i have done now here's the interesting thing um coping with with family doesn't isn't family inside the house it's actually uh other family units and how you cope with that now and moving forwards. Uh, just before I move on. Uh, so I have to say, I've loved lockdown. I've not had to keep external family happy. Oh, look at your, oh, have so. I didn't even, I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that. I've not had to keep external family happy and be pushed into comfortable social situations. Oh, all there with me, have so. Uh, you see where I'm going to go with this, I think. Uh, so, coping with family because I'm going to bring this one up now because outside of the home because that's what a lot of our community uh, is doing currently now or has been over the last few weeks starting to um, depending on the comfort levels of both households now what's really interesting and it still sticks to the same thing that I've been saying all the way through is that um, we are we are twinning uh, Hafsa is that because communication as human beings has changed to the online media scenario and because not everyone is really talking about how they feel until they see each other um, they're also not 
talking about what's happening within their own family unit or within their own home as a coping mechanism. So let's take owl, not that. Ah, oh, it's gonna just hit my funny bone. I know I stopped making gestures to get steps in. Oh yeah. Um let's take uh general uh let's just think of an example. This is a general family unit, uh two kids, two parents. Um, they have a coping mechanism for their family unit within the home, right? Just talking about generally uh, with mood, food and behaviours, right? Now that could, uh, that could align to anything. Uh, so mood might be, um, let's say for argument's sake, um, how they approach going shopping to home deliveries, to uh, watching the news or not watching the news still, to um, having the kids in a WhatsApp group with themselves and, and friends or something. Uh, so that could impact their, their mood. Food behaviours might be um, they have takeaways every uh, a couple of nights a week or something. And behaviours might be um, we only go for one walk a day still or we go for no walk still or um, behaviourally we have no fear to go out. We take the kids to Asda with us. Um, that is a general family unit's decision around mood, food and behaviours that they have within their household. Now, when it comes to dealing with extended family now, what, what a lot of people, a lot of clients are coming back to me to recognise is that because there's been a difference in communication, there's been a difference in assumptions about each household. So let's take that family unit and relate it to, because perhaps just use the word extended family. So let's just say there's extended family unit somewhere um, that now you're going to go and visit or there's enough people in the household to do it, right? So the assumptions being made is that each household are basing their family unit or the coping mechanism for family on the same same alignment. So the same mood, food and behaviours, those choices, systems, uh, routine, rules, whatever you want to call it, are the same for each household. And what's fascinating and interesting as people start to, to mix with each other is that actually those mood, food and behaviour uh, systems are not the same. So they're not the same between households. So what that means is that um, friction is the wrong word. Uh, I would say um, people not communicating these things because they assume it's a given that each household is behaving the same. So when it comes to when it comes to interacting, there's a, a, a miscommunication somewhere. Like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. Or uh, actually why are you doing that or why can't you do this or uh, we're doing that or we're not doing that um, and it's almost like a surprise because the assumption there is that everyone is dealing with it in the same way or everyone has the same rules routine etc around mood food and behavior and as households and extended families start to mix and socialize uh, there's a sudden realization that things aren't the same now if you talk about um, coping with that the thing is it's just that it's, it's me drawing this attention to it that there's um a certainly a requirement to not make assumptions so not making assumptions that because your household is comfortable uh from a fear level or what you want to call a comfort level uh a readiness level whatever you want to call it because your family unit is comfortable to do a certain um task as a family unit um, I would say to you to to be wary of making assumptions that every family unit within your family is feeling and doing the same because 
those things aren't necessarily being talked about um, and communication has said it's not been um, I'll say deep enough, but that sounds like it's uh, I'm being judgmental. I'm not. Um, I'm saying that people aren't talking about those things enough to understand what that is and what each person or family unit is prepared to do. Because the thing is, is that um, I might have a conversation with my sister and we're on the same level as something. But actually, if I talk to my brother-in-law, his viewpoint might be very different. But guess what? If we're doing something as a family unit, everyone's in agreement because everyone has to be in agreement in these situations. I'm sure you of all experiences, when you decide to do something as a family, uh, there is a discussion around it, there's a preparation around it. Um, even with kids, for some example, they're prepped to be ready to know what to, is going to be happening. Um, so just because me and my sister might have the same level of what we're um, happy or comfortable with, or what we need to do to take an action, it might not be the same for a whole family unit. I hope that makes sense, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Basically, Communication has to be a lot higher to cope with uh, family outside the home, I guess. Well, it does for inside and out, let's be honest, but I think most of us had enough practice with people inside our house by now, like Hina going, I am going to breathe in a corner somewhere, please don't disturb me. Um, that's her communicating, she needs time. But does everyone in Hina's extended family know, for example, that she's had to meditate every day or has a requirement to meditate every day? Do people know or have the same coping mechanisms? Probably not, right? And that's where it's interesting. Um, so re recap time, because it is that time. So, oh, recap time, I move out of the sun again. I'm trying not to elbow stuff. Uh, so recap time. Um, there are different elements within the homes of families that's dictating people's uh, behaviours on mood, food and behaviour. Um, different age brackets have different impacts on your ability at the centre of a house, if you are the centre, and most of us, I think, are, or see ourselves as a centre, even if we're individuals with a family unit. Um, different age brackets impact people differently. The same, same elements, actually, when I'm talking to clients, apply. So their mood, food and behaviour of all those age brackets impacts you in some way um, and how you're able to cope with that within the house. Uh, the idea is to find balance, yes, but balance where you can balance everything and stay moving, right? When you use that spinning top as the uh, the example of what it would look and feel like, that's how it would look and feel um, when I was trying to explain it. So I'm talking about the same rules apply for outside your home to extended family. It is still mood, food and behaviour. It's just that some a lot of people, not just, uh, the challenge is a lot of people make the assumptions that the same same rules apply or the same routine behaviors etc apply to every household because it applies to yours um, and the challenge is to not make assumptions that they are the same uh, because they're a different different household and they've come to different agreements inside um, inside that family that they're then going to apply outside their home and that's where communication has to increase to a level um, where we can understand what everyone's mood, food and behaviour is and how that impacts how they're going to associate with people outside the house. Bav, you're back on. I'm so confused. Bav's back. Bav's still not commented. Bav, how have you found it? Uh, Socialising with family. Bav's not commenting. Uh, is anybody else, like, I know Huss is, uh, I, I've definitely, uh, I've mixed with, I've mixed. <laughs> not literally. I've been to see my family and that's interesting, right? Because I didn't make any assumptions. I just covered all bases and 
behaved in any any like I went through all the tick list of things in my head like what do I need to, what would they want me to do because uh, we didn't have the discussion interestingly and you should have done in hindsight right so I've learnt it for myself that there's nothing wrong with that interaction it's just I was like anti-backing myself from the outside in before I even arrived just to be on the safe side because we hadn't had the discussion right but that was that was this is the thing that I just that was just me my sister and I so it'd be interesting to see what everyone's experience is Bev's gone again can't can't tie Bav down. <laughs> Bav literally just don't want to comment on this live. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else had those experiences that they want to share, or have got family stuff planned that requires some talking? Because it's interesting, right? I know, like Hassa's like, I'm not having the family barbecue. I I, I messaged you earlier, Hassa. I completely understand why not now. Seeing how much how how intricate your back, uh, people don't know. Uh, what I want to say, uh, I saw a, a a flashback, a time hop of one of uh, Hafsa's barbecues, and it looks like that takes about a year to organise Hafsa for your extended family. So, God, how much would that take now? How much manoeuvring would that take now to, to organise that one? Whew. Mind boggles. It's not very good. We're only one delay. Everyone's good tonight. No, oh, Nipa's arrived. Nipa, we just said it. Just said on the the point of anyone wants to comment. Nipa, so hello. We're talking about family living with family. Nipa, if it's a family unit. Talking about living with different ages and how you've had to cope living with your coping mechanisms with living with family in a in a confined space. He was like, I'm out. I just go. I go to work. That's my coping mechanism. I'm not at home. When even you had a birthday recently, didn't you? So you had a barbecue. So it was interesting. Like, how was that dealing with the extended family? Like, did you have to have the coping mechanism in place to communicate with them about what to do, etc.? That'd be interesting. Pass back and back. We message Bab and say, Bab, communicate. Uh. No, hey, hey, Nipa. Any more for any more on this one? Bav, Bav, you best be typing the best response ever. Uh. Nipa, I've been locked off on my days off. Yeah, I feel you. It's interesting though, Hafsa, if you're oh, Hafsa's still there. Hafsa, it'd be interesting though, because um, now as lockdown slowly releases, uh, will you find yourself being pushed into uncomfortable social situations if you've, you've called it? Will you feel the, um, pressure's the wrong word, but you feel the pressure because it's been such a long time that you will have to, to find a way to go to these or do you think you'll say no no means no your break Nipa you're spending your break with me I love that so five shifts in six days oh yeah uh have some going to have to be stronger and toughen up um interesting I think about stronger and toughen up it's just being able to again it's a different way of communicating mm -hmm. the reasons why you can't 
do things the way that you you have done previously that your your life has changed well your life is going to change hey Pooja um yeah it's like you say so you say oh god Pafsa it's literally I feel like Pafsa is in the other room here somewhere <laughs> she's seen my plan uh so it'll be new grounds to walk on just have to see what the first occasion is yeah, it's new grants for you. And coping with extended family is part of this um, and how to move forward with it. Because I do genuinely believe we're going to have to find, um, it's not new ways to communicate. I think it's just probably um, having to have those conversations that we probably are quite uncomfortable to some degree. Like it's not be comfortable for you, Hafsa, to, to have those conversations, which is why you're using the words like toughen up and be strong because it's almost like facing a fight, like you perceive there's going to be a fight. Um, and actually there doesn't have to be. It's however, how you go at it. If you go at it, like there's going to be a fight or there's going to be a challenge to uh, dealing with your extended family in a new way because of your situation. Um, that's where it becomes interesting. <clears throat> so it's it's a tricky one. You've got the skill set though. That's the thing about you, have. So you've got the skill set to manage it and deal with it it's just how you go about it uh so have some getting better at initiating comfortable conversations <laughs> yeah gosh i wonder where you get that from the thing is though it's never really when you um it's just getting the ball rolling i think on a lot of those have so which is i think there's a lot of uncomfortable conversations at the minute like how comfortable is are most people um having the conversation to say exactly how they're going to meet each other. It's like I met, uh, I met not my family, I met my girlfriend's family yesterday, sister. And we didn't discuss anything. I was literally like, really weird, just like, hi. <laughs> and it was like, uh, the walking situation and it was, it was, it was just odd, oddly kind of like chess piece moving with no conversation around it. Uh, I don't know which was we're more uncomfortable to have the conversation to say who's walking ahead first because you're that's the lose two meters in front and <laughs> who's going to open the gate because I have to go around you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because we went out in the countryside. It's like like it, it's quite a socially awkward conversation to have. Like um, so roots family understand we haven't eased off and everyone's getting that indifferent. In that, uh, we haven't eased off and everyone gets that it's different for us um no and i think that what the i think it's a divide between i don't think it's a divide between people and families groups where um perception and reality are two different things so perception is that um loads of people have eased off because that's what we're we're seeing in the media etc and we naturally assume that our family is doing that as well. Um, and reality is that it's not. Or. Or that it is. That's another side of the coin, right? So just playing devil's advocate. What if the um, rest of your extended family has eased out of lockdown and they're struggling to understand or put themselves into your shoes why you can't. Um, or not willing to bend that in some way. I think that's the challenge it's it's and that's a really uncomfortable and awkward situation um an awkward conversation to say actually guys this is genuinely how i feel um i i can't change this um 
and the here's in my fears because that's the thing people aren't having i think as often that level of conversation like my genuine fears are there's a health concern for me easing off as quickly as as you guys and actually i just need to do the, the right thing for me and my family within the home or uh for our mood for our <laughs> food behaviors ultimately um and our general behaviors is that our comfort level within the home is that we stay stay as we are for uh, any reason so roots i'm struggling to find a middle ground so we decide you're all or nothing and it makes sense yeah i can get that with extended family because who decides what middle ground is? Because you'd have to move, if you're saying here's like, here's A and B, all right, and here's right in the middle, who's moving to who? Who's leaving their comfort zone to meet somebody else? Now, I can make the assumption that as your, if you're saying your extended family is easing off and your coping mechanism is to, to look after yourselves with your own mood, freedom, behaviours, um, you're having to meet them in the middle. So actually, you're coming out of your comfort area to meet them. They're, they're already out. They're, they're all right anyway, but actually, they're already here going, ooh, 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 we quite like it here. This is, it's quite good. We're okay. We're being relatively safe. But, you know, maybe there's one more person that it says we're allowed to have. Um, and yet you're over here and you're having to meet them there um, by the sound of it. Um, yeah, my extended family looking forward to giving the green light. We're thinking of doing it. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like, when is, is the green light? And and I think, that again, I said the perception, and I'm saying this is reality, the perception is that there's uh, extended family for, to some degree or, or people as general are already giving themselves a green light. And I don't think that's necessarily true, actually, from talking to people. I think it's just perception. Um, Guess what though? It's it, as I said. That's what you're going to see um, in social media that or media in general uh, that everyone's out and about, and that's not necessarily true actually. Um, in that though, you've got people like Roots um, who are making that decision, say it's all or nothing, and actually lockdown is still happening. This is the funniest thing. We are still in lockdown, um, and so if someone decides or a family unit like Roots, this family unit decides quite fairly to themselves that our mood, food and behaviour is based on the fact that this is how we're going to cope, we're going to go all or nothing um, and that's how we remain in our balance, right, going back to the initial point, if the balance of everything, so balance of your food, behaviour, consistency sits around uh, your, I can't remember what it's called, spinning top, doesn't get pushed by someone else out of sync or by another scenario, um, that's what Roots' family unit has decided, this is our central point, we're staying here within this unit, this is how it works for us. Um, and again, it's just understanding that every single family unit and being aware of, right, this is what this live's about, is calling to people's attention that um, just because how you are behaving and your guidance routine, as I said, rules around mood, food and behaviour, they are not the same for every household. You're just assuming they are um, and they're not. Um, and as you start to have these social events, you'll start to see that come into play. It'd be interesting if uh, any of you've got anything coming up after this that you recall this live and think actually okay how did that play out right was Helen on the mark or off actually um, we did have a really good conversation about our own coping mechanisms within our family unit and extended family we understood how we're going to behave and that was feel good um, that our mood therefore continued afterwards and we were still okay our spinning stop top whatever we call it stayed in the same uh, place it's, it stayed in momentum it stayed moving forward and it stayed balanced
or did it go veer off somewhere else, right? Only um, you can decide that as you start to, to, to move around and do things. Yeah, that's right, Nipa. And that's where it's about um, uh, Nipa saying a lot of people are scared. Yes, it is, but it's about, again, about what is your, the discussion that people are having, what's the uncomfortable conversations that you're having or not having, all right, or avoiding. Because those conversations will help you build relationships with the extended family and help you understand each other better. Um, and that's the thing. It's about having those conversations and not, not what's the word, not avoiding them. So you understand that that moment that you actually are around each other is is an experience, right? So, oh, time. So just the final recap once more. Jill Lindley's just arrived. Hi, Jill Lindley. Jill Lindley, say it in full. Say it in full. Jill Lindley. Uh, so we talked about uh, coping mechanisms and your family. Um, so the reality of what's happening. Um, as I said, I would, I'll go into the reality of it. Uh, so the reality of it is that people are making decisions on mood, food and behaviour that run a family unit and a routine that keeps them sane, keeps them happy, keeps their, their world spinning and moving forward. Um, based on the generation of the family within the home, dictates how that runs, right? And that's your internal family unit. And as things start to change, uh, people are finding new ways of coping with it, dealing with extended family, uh, but the same rules apply to each household. So when you're starting to move around, guys, it's about developing your own ability to communicate um, and keep your own your own unit moving forward, right? And still have that experience. And that, and that is me. Baff, there's still not comment. Baff. It's all right, you're late, Jill. That's why I can replay this stuff. You always listen, listen to it on the old uh, podcast at a later date. Uh, that is me done. Enjoy your evenings as standard and I will catch you tomorrow night. Take care guys. Bye.